Hello, you are listening to Junk Live-ish. It is the week of October 29th, 2021. Normally we'd have a longer episode, but I didn't want to just put stuff in here for the sake of putting stuff in here. I don't want to waste your time, and I don't want to waste my time. There are a couple of news things that I do want to talk about that I am excited about, and I figure we'll do that and talk about something else. So opening in theaters November 19th and coming to On Demand November 23rd is Black Friday. Starring Bruce Campbell, Ivana Bakiro, Michael Jai White, and Devin Sawa, this movie, this comedy horror, sees a group of retail employees on Black Friday opening the store for the quote-unquote holiday when the customers start turning into zombie demon things. Chaos ensues, Bruce Campbell chews scenery, uh, and Devin Sawa just consistently looks perplexed by everything going on. It looks like a very funny movie. Uh, I'm definitely going to be checking it out when it comes out. And I think if you like things like Cabin in the Woods, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, uh, Shaun of the Dead, probably right, right up your alley. So the trailer link is in the description. Go check that out. This week, I've been binging through Doom Patrol. I'm just about to wrap up season one. And Brendan Fraser does the voice of Robot Man on the show. Well, he was just cast in DC's Batgirl. Well, it hasn't been 100% confirmed yet. The rumor is that he's playing Garfield Lens slash Firefly, a C-list, more so D-list Batman villain who's appeared in the cartoon, the games, he shows up. He's kind of like Calendar Man in a way where he's like, he does things. He's usually the introduction to a bigger villain. Uh, Batgirl is set to star Leslie Grace as Barbara Gordon Batgirl and will be released on HBO Max. It's going to be their first major feature uh, for the DC movies outside of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. I'm excited. Brandon Fraser is one of those actors that had a lot of stuff happen. And seeing his career resurge over the last couple of years, and especially with the changes to how mental health is approached in the industry, at least on a public-facing level, seeing the support for him after all of that has happened has been very nice. And he's been killing it on Doom Patrol. The entire cast has. I am excited to binge through the rest of this. It's one of those shows I kept putting off, and I highly recommend checking it out. It's got a lot of heart, and it's just, it's a really good found family story. Also, also Alan Tudyk as a villain was such a great choice. GTA San Andreas VR was announced at Facebook Connect this week for another Oculus Quest 2 exclusive. It's unclear who will be developing the game. Apparently, it's been in development for a couple of years. It is unknown if Armature Labs, the people who did Resident Evil 4 VR for the Oculus Quest, are responsible for it. If they are, I have high hopes for the game itself. Armature did an excellent job. We talked about it last week. Excellent job adapting Resident Evil 4, not only in first person, but also in VR. And I had mentioned how I would love to see more games from that era used in that capacity, because there has been a, not a lack of VR games that have that expansive game feel, right? Uh, there are plenty. There's Half-Life Alex. there's Virtual Virtual Reality I highly recommend. There is Blade and Sorcery, which is getting some more story updates. There's a number of games that have maybe a story element or the gameplay is really fun uh, and can be repeated. 
but it is lacking a complete experience large library of complete experiences and revisiting these older games that have these excellent stories have these excellent gameplay mechanics and have these worlds that are just so visceral when you played them originally and have being able to be in those worlds and embody those characters is something entirely new well i am very excited about this and i'll probably be playing it whenever it comes out I'm hoping that this is not the pattern. I'm hoping that this is not the trend and that this is the only, that this is just kind of like the beginning of the iceberg. Corporate America is going to corporate America, but Facebook having these exclusives and making it not only exclusive to their store, but making it exclusive to a specific subset of headsets that they've sold is not great to say the least obviously there's a lot of other problems with facebook but it's kind of a bummer and i hope that as developers move forward with this approach of porting over you know games that had been released maybe a decade or more ago in vr uh, with this level of care and attention to detail i hope that it will be on more platforms and available to more users because it's a really great experience i haven't finished resident evil 4 vr yet i took a bit of a break this week while i was working on a bunch of stuff but it's such an excellent experience, and if Armature's working on GTA San Andreas, I have no doubts it'll be an excellent experience as well. Age of Empires 4 finally came out this week. I was itching to play this game again ever since the public test beta. That was a couple, god, like months ago we talked about it. It is such a fun Age of Empires game, and it's also really great for beginners. One of the things I loved about it uh, is the game opens up with a tutorial. And this is great for users that didn't play a lot of real-time strategy games because there have been some real-time strategy games that have come out uh, in the last couple of years, but it's been a while since a big one like this. And I think this is a perfect entry point for someone that's either younger or just newer to video games. It looks great. It plays fantastically. The, the gameplay is intuitive, um, you know, plant farms to get food, to make workers, to build buildings, to make troops, to go fight and do things. And it's just a great approach. And the game itself is so well done so far from what I've played. I look forward to playing more this weekend. So if you were excited for it, it is available now. It's also available on Game Pass. So if you don't want to drop, you know, the full the full bag of money on the game, you can check it out if you have Game Pass. I went ahead and picked it up because I know I'm going to be playing a lot of it. But for users that just want to try it out, go give it a whirl. If you have fun with it, so you can get a couple of friends and get some games going because it is a lot of fun. So the thing I wanted to talk about after some of the news was that October 30th, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, at 8 p.m., I will be doing a special Halloween-ish live stream. I'll be playing Puppet Combo's Murder House. It is this throwback tribute love letter to PlayStation 1 era horror games like Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Alone in the Dark, all those sorts of games. I'm really excited to do something like this. Um, I haven't been able to really do a regular streaming schedule between work and podcasts and some other stuff. And so I'm hoping to do more of these little like maybe once every couple of weeks, once every month, kind of just fun live stream. If you want to check it out, it's going to be on YouTube. The link is already available in my link tree, which is in the description. We're going to be hanging out. I'm going to be probably cowering in the corner at some point. I scare easy. We'll be talking about those kinds of games and 
yeah, I'm I'm excited to do it. Put, go click the bell icon on the video and it will notify you when I go live. But 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on my YouTube channel, we'll be playing Murder House. Also coming up in November, The Butch and the Buy, the podcast, will be starting up again. Bob and I are getting back to it, hitting the grindstone. And we're really excited because we have that and then we have some other fun ideas in the works. So uh, keep an eye out for that. You can visit www.thebutchandthebuy.com. Uh, to see our blog post about some stuff and we'll make a formal announcement when we have our first episode ready in the coming weeks. I hope the shorter, more concise, more intent-driven episode of the podcast has been something that you've enjoyed. I kind of want to start running the podcast this way. I've been approaching this podcast as a way to get better and learn more about the editing side. And for the talking part, for the podcast part, for the part that you guys listen to, I've been keeping it a pretty professional tone. And while I think it works, I also want to create and do things like this. So uh, we're going to be switching to a more casual tone where I'm going to be talking about the new stories that pop out to me and more specific thoughts about what that means for the industry, what that means for you know, whatever industry that is and uh, how it impacts me and the things that I want to see grow out of that. So if that's what you're looking for in your podcast, great that's what you're getting and you can follow me on all of the different things but mostly instagram and twitter are the places to stay up to date with new episodes and any other announcements like the live stream thank you for listening and i'll catch you next week